Hey, it's Black Working Mother. My name is Shalise Lojere. And this week we've been tackling some of your questions on social media. So diving right into it, uh, Elizabeth asked a three-part question and we managed to only get to question one. So her other questions were, how do you choose your working team? And secondly, how do you deal with failure? Okay, so today we're going to tackle how you choose your working team. Yo, this is a fundamentally huge huge, huge uh, indicator of your success. And it's going to play a huge part in whether you succeed or not. Now, I have got to say full disclosure, I am still figuring this out as I go along, but I've had a few successes and I'll tell you what I think. You must genuinely care about people. Let me tell you one thing. Human self-interest is a fascinating thing. Now, I'm not approaching this from a selfish place, but if you truly want success, you've got to want success not just for yourself, but the people around you. And there's no way to fake that. Meaning, if you want to grow, you've got to be ready to grow with other people. Here's someone coming into your organization, giving eight, nine, maybe 10 hours of their day to your business. Yes, you're paying them for it, but don't forget, they're buying into your mission, your vision, your objectives. So they are buying into your dream. So you've got to sell your dream every day. You've got to remember to keep motivating for it. You've got to remember that when you bring people into your space, your vision, your ideas, you have to respect the fact that they're individuals too. Now, how do you do this on a large scale? Obviously, you can't go around asking everybody how their day is, how they are, but you've got to have certain principles. For example, a good work environment is important. I've invested in that from the beginning because maybe I'm a woman and I like aesthetics that has something to do with it, but I've also, I also believe excellence comes through in everything that you do. If you're sitting in a dirty room with a torn carpet, broken chairs, how are you supposed to think about excellence when you're surrounded by mediocrity and just disgusting things. I'm so pedantic that every six months, I literally go into my team's offices and I say, guys, if I don't like what I see, we all take a day off on Saturday, we come back and we clean our office because I think we need to teach ourselves as black people to have excellence in every single area of our lives. I understand that we're struggling with a lot of things, corruption, potholes, you know, not enough food, and maybe we don't have time to pay attention to something that we feel is as mediocre as aesthetics. Do buildings look nice? Do offices look nice? I get it. That might be a first world problem or a first world luxury. But again, I disagree. It doesn't mean that you have to have tons of money and that your office has to look amazing, but it needs to look like the people there care. Care about yourself, how you look, but also your business. Now that environment, you thinking about that consciously for your people is but a small indicator of the fact that if you want the right people. You've got to attract the right people, but you've got to respect them and give them a reason to join you on your journey. So excellence in everything that you do. That's why team A team players will be attracted to you because you give you give and expect nothing but the best. Yes, you'll work on your weaknesses eventually. The other thing is higher character, train skill. Always. If someone's got a bad attitude, that will infect your entire team. If someone is amazing at what they do, but they have no regard for other people's feelings or emotions, and they have no emotional intelligence, your business is going to suffer. So always hire for character, train for skill, because if you hire someone who's got a good character, who's malleable, who loves to learn, they will learn quickly and they will be with you and they will be honest and they will give you the best in your business. It's a tough lesson I've had to learn because I've made some compromises, I'm not gonna lie to you, where I'm like, this person is good, they need to stay because I need to make some money. 
But down the line, it really has helped me to just think to myself, is this person good? Are they decent? Even if they're not the best coder in the world, can they learn? Are they fast? It saves you a whole lot. Okay, so I hope in terms of choosing the right team, these few tips help. There's so many other tips we could sit here all day. But Elizabeth, I hope those two fundamental ones will help you um, look hard and, and never, ever, ever, ever compromise. Do not. Um, it's hard. I'm still learning not to compromise. But if you lower your standards and work with people who don't fit your values, your, your, your work ethic, then you're going to just, you're going to suffer. This is the biggest, biggest problem for entrepreneurs and businesses around the world. Even the big multinationals, they haven't figured it out yet. Everyone's struggling to get good people. But I believe at the heart of it just lies you being a decent person and not compromising your standards, but being very clear and intentional with your mission. And the people around you will feel that energy. Okay. Um, I hope that helped. It's a bit long-winded, but uh, let me know. What tips do you have for Elizabeth? Please share them in the comment section so we can help her grow her business and we can help her do really amazing things. Um, she asked a very good question if you have any tips please share them share this video and uh, let's grow the black working mother community and remember live your best life not tomorrow today <laughs>